Hi everyone, I'm Shub and welcome to Little Wisdom, where we look into science and spirituality to strengthen our wisdom and self-awareness. Follow us on Instagram and now Facebook too at Little Wisdom Podcast. Today's episode is part of the International Men's Day special, where I speak to three very different men from three very different walks of life. They share their journey from boy to man, the trials, the triumphs, and what they want other boys and men to know. Joining us today is a man who's considered a man's man. He's great at woodwork, loves the wild, works with birds of prey and their conservation, has handled a beautiful golden eagle, which I've seen for myself, and is very fondly known by many as the gentle giant. He's also the first person who encouraged me to start this podcast, so it's all thanks to him. Please welcome Chandramohan Ramalingam. Hi, Chandra. Welcome to the show. Hey, Shuru. Thank you very much for having me here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing good too. No worries. All good. Well, I'm glad to have you. And uh, I think one of the reasons that I am glad to have you here is because you are a man of a few words. Oh, that is very true. I am a bit of an introvert though. So, yeah, my conversation is very limited. I just get straight to the point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. I think sometimes that is necessary. And there are a lot of people like that in the world, uh, which is also why I think I wanted to speak to you because it it doesn't mean that just because people are introverted or that they are shy or a little more reserved, it doesn't always mean that they don't have a story to tell. Um, So, yeah, thank you for being here. So let's start with that. Were you always a little bit shy? Uh, no, not always though. When I was in school, I was quite the extrovert. But um, I think after I finished my national service and I, when I joined the workforce, that is when I gradually became an introvert. I don't know why though, because uh, my job is basically to speak with speak to the crowd. I joined in as a presenter, trainer, and um, I, I did shows and all. But then um, I'm still trying to find out why am I an introvert, partially an introvert. Yeah, I think that happens. I think people do change around about, you know, over a period of time and over the years, they go from one end of introverted to sometimes becoming extroverted. Um, But I wanted to ask, this whole years of growing up from boy to man, what do you think is expected of men nowadays or in today's society? Uh, That's that's a a very very complicated question, I would say. Yeah, basically, I think in today's world, it's okay to be vulnerable, yeah. I think this is something that many men, I guess, don't realize, but don't want to show this because they feel that they might be thought less of, or they might be criticized, or they might be thought of uh, being weak. Yeah, so I think accepting that you can be vulnerable is something, um, it's, it's okay, it's okay. So do you think it was a little more difficult for men to be vulnerable before? And that society is a little more accepting now. Yeah, I think I think the current society is a little bit more accepting on how we perceive life, our current ideology, and everything. Um, back then, there was always like a, a guideline for men to follow. This is how you should be, which I think many men might struggle to to keep up with or to follow. I think every individual man has his own way. Yeah, definitely understand. You know, I think I think for women, it's something very similar that we have to have a process. You know, there's almost like a checklist that you need to do this first, then this comes, then you have to do that. 
So looking at the fact that there's a process and what's expected, would you say that you followed the process or that step by step? Or have you kind of lived life on your own terms and as you wanted it to be? Yeah, I, I didn't follow the process, though. I think I lived my life the way I wanted to be. I, I wouldn't say the process is like extremely bad. It gives you a guideline. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's, it's all based on individuals whether you want to follow or not. But I did not follow the process. Uh, I just lived my life my own way. Right. So you spoke a little bit about men being more vulnerable nowadays and society being a little more accepting to it. Uh, can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by vulnerable? I mean, it, it's okay to have weak points here and there, and it's okay to um, address it. So would you say things like, it's okay for a man to cry? You know, when you when you talk about it's okay to have vulnerabilities and weak points, is it okay for him to, you know, show emotions? Uh, and when I talk about crying, I don't mean the kind of gloriously placed uh, tear that we see in movies when there is a general who loses his army or goes through that kind of something, um, but more of an actual crying like a baby. You know, uh, do you think that it's it's easy for men to express these kind of emotions? Mm-hmm. I think it's not difficult for them to express, but um, some of them just don't want to, I guess. Because of uh, ego, they want to maintain face. Men don't want to feel powerless. In the current society, it's okay to go through problems. It's okay to, to share. Has there ever been a point in your life, you know, whether growing up or in your teenage years or at the beginning of your career, where somebody or some situation or something that you have encountered has made you feel... Um, well, not man enough. And I'm using that in, in inverted commas and very loosely and generically. But anything like that that you may have experienced? Um, I think there was one part of my life where I was in a bit of a financial predicament. And you see all my friends are getting married, having children, settling down. Yeah, I'm still struggling to deal with finances. That's when I felt a little bit less of a man because I was like, um, everyone is just moving ahead, except me. And I've had friends who constantly question me, hey, what's going on? You know, it's, it's, the time is it's, it's just catching up and all that. You need to start having a family, you need to get married. But I think that everyone goes through some issues in their life and there is a the time or place or you're meant to get there when she get there. So for me, it's like during that dark phase, I was feeling very helpless. You know, thankfully, I overcame the situation. And I'm pretty grateful that it, it happened now rather than much later. Because that would have been a total disaster, I guess. <laughs> of course, it's a learning point and it definitely opened my eyes. And as much as I want to regret having that issue, I also don't want to regret because I think if, if, if it never happened, I wouldn't have learned. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, because I think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to be able to to share these things. And while you were talking, I was just thinking about it, that I don't know if women face the same amount of pressure. Uh, women, let me know, you know, if you're listening to this later. But, um, you know, there's a lot of terms like no money, no honey. And there is this kind of silent pressure on men. And if you compare a man and a woman, 
and both of them were facing financial issues. It's almost like the men face a little more pressure or, or criticism in not being able to, to handle these things. Um, so thank you for sharing that. And I think it does take a lot of courage. I think it takes a lot of vulnerability that you spoke of, which you are clearly practicing. And I'm pretty sure there's a lot of guys out there who silently struggle with this. And I think it will give them a fair bit of courage. So just on that same topic, if somebody else out there is going through something similar, whether in this matter or any other of those weak points that you spoke about, what is the first step that maybe they can take to try and face it and to overcome it? Okay, um, I'm just going to share how I, how I dealt with it because it's better to, to first identify the issue okay, and then work a plan to solve it. And the best thing to do is to actually speak to someone about it. You know that you have actually released a bit of that burden in you by talking it out. And you systematically work towards solving the issue. And of course, when you see the results, you will be very happy about it. Yeah, don't just sit on, on the problem. You have to take the first step to try solving it. Find out how it happened, what was the cause, um, how can I solve it. You have to take all these initial steps. The moment you do so, you are already on the path of victory. Right. So that sounds like, you know, a lot of change, a lot of transformation um, and effort that needs to be put into to bring about a positive change. So speaking about that, do men change? <laughs> I'm asking on behalf of a lot of women who have tried to do so over the years. Um, and actually, I'm sure it's the other way also, but it, it just seems to be a very common generalization that you can't get a man to change his habits or something. Um, and while personally I believe that, you know, people, not men or women, but people generally can only change when they want to, um, I was curious to understand your side of it. You know, can you get someone to change or does it always have to be only them that have obviously got to want to change? I, I guess uh, this is based on individuals. Uh, I don't want to generalize that. Uh, based on individual men. I think men, there are men who have um, responsibly taken the first step to change. And of course, there are also situations that have changed men. And there are also people who have changed them. Let's take this example. Um, I've had a friend who was um, smoking a lot. Okay, and then his daughter, she was very young. Uh, I think she was maybe about three, four years old. She was like telling him, this is a very bad habit, please stop. I don't want to see you sick. And I don't like smelling this thing because it, it, it makes me want to cough. He told me this, he went into the room, he broke down, and he decided that, you know what, he's going to stop this almost instantly. He has tried many ways to quit though, but it was very unsuccessful. Uh, but this really woke his idea, woke up his mind. Yeah, he just threw everything away, his lighter, his cigarettes, the ashtrays, I was determined to quit and he did situations like this or certain things that impacts you to make you want to change. No matter what situation it is, um, we have to take that first step, kickstart the change. If we don't bother to take that first step, nothing is going to change. The only thing that probably might change is something negative happens and makes you regret for not taking that first step. So before that happens, just start taking the first step. 
Yeah, that first step is very important. And uh, nobody likes consequences, especially when they're not, they're not the best ones. <laughs> but uh, while we are on uh, addressing some of these generalizations, there's another one that, that is very common. And it's that men don't communicate. <laughs> so I'm guessing different people, of course, have different communication styles. But uh, is, it, is there something that you want to add to that? on why there is a hesitation to be like, oh, share your feelings or tell me how you feel or let's talk. Uh, why is there sometimes such a hesitation on behalf of some, not all, but some men um, uh, to do that? I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think that, that we do communicate. Maybe maybe we are, maybe we are just um, too straightforward or we're just either that or, or we are too blunt about it. <laughs> Um, individuals, <laughs> yeah, but it's either we're too straightforward or we're just blunt about it. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, that, that's all I have to say about that. Is it because telling the truth will land people in hot soup, so they don't want to say it? Yeah, uh, you can say that. <laughs> but it's, it's like we, we we go straight to the point. We let you know what you want to know. That's it. Uh, if you, if if you want us to be detailed, then best to ask us to explain in detail. All right, so what would you say to an eight, nine-year-old version of yourself now that you look back? What advice would you give little Chandra? I would, I would have told myself to, to not waste time. And that is the most important thing because I think I, I personally feel I've wasted quite, quite a bit of time. Okay, and, and, also, and also keep healthy. So if I, can, if I can tell myself back then to watch out or to follow good, good examples, um, this uh, what I would have told myself. So as you know, this is a science and spirituality podcast. Are there any practices, whether scientific or spiritual, that you yourself have used and uh, it's helpful to you and it's something that you want to share with our listeners? Ah, okay. Um, I think one of the best ways to clear your mind, have a better, have better clarity, meditating for about 10 to 15 minutes a day and doing some breathing exercise would help a lot. Um, I personally experienced it. Have a better gauge of how you approach situations. Where do you get your Zen? I mean, is it through these practices or somewhere else? How do you manage to stay Zen and calm all the time or most of the time? I think I think growing up, I've seen my fair share of ups and downs, and I think in experiencing all that, I feel that being calm was definitely the better approach to problems. Being compulsive did not help, and um, it also gave a lot of clarity. And yeah, I, I'm I'm just grateful that I have this this one small aspect of me. I'm not the type of person who will overreact or yell or, you know, be very aggressive. Well, on that zen and calm note, uh, thank you so much, Chandra, for being here today. Is there anything else you want to add or say to our listeners or to anyone else who might be listening to this anywhere in the world? It's been a, it's been a rough year, a rough, rough two years for everyone globally. So whoever's listening to this podcast, um, please do your part uh, to ease this pandemic and also uh, do your part for conservation. We're all just contributing to 
global warming, it is important that we realize that we don't have much time left. And if we want our kids to, or if we want our future to, to not suffer, we should start taking action right now. Um, please do adopt sustainable habits. And please be concerned or be considerate about wildlife as well, because uh, they are also part of our world. They also have an equal place in this earth. Yeah, so please um, be considerate about them as well. And if you can, do look out or do support for uh, any any conservation efforts. All right, so that, that's all I have to say. Thank you, Chandra. And that's a very, very important message, I think. Cannot be said enough, but uh, hopefully the world will survive the, the kind of disaster that it's heading towards. Well, thank you, Chandra. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your vulnerability, your story, your trials, your triumphs, and um, also for opening up. I know you hate talking excessively, so uh, I really do appreciate your time, and I appreciate your emotions and the fact that you opened up and shared so much uh, with our listeners and, of course, with myself. It was a pleasure to have you, and... Um, and I don't want to keep you from your eagles, so wishing you all the very best. Sure, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I, I hope I I did I did okay. Okay, you did great. <laughs> I think it took a lot of courage to say some of the things that you have said. Um, guys, this is one of the things I know about him is that he will always undermine himself. So if you listen to this, tell him how well he did, and that it does take courage indeed to share some of the things he shared. You did great, Chandra. Yeah. No worries. Anyway, anyway, this is my first time being invited to a podcast, uh, so it was pretty exciting. Um, a bit of uh, tense also because you know you know me. I hardly I hardly talk much. But thank you. It's a, it's a new experience. Okay, everyone, please subscribe. Little Wisdom Podcasts. And yeah, I'm not getting paid for this. So <laughs> this all this is all genuine uh, genuine goodwill. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Chandra. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care of yourselves, stay healthy, and stay wise.